Welcome to the Day Trippin' Podcast, where we bring you real concerns and relatable support, all designed to help you navigate the life you want. I'm your Chief Navigator, Stacey Minton, and let's get to it. Before we dive into this week's session, it's the day trip and disclaimer. While I am a certified life coach many times over, and I do have a ton of personal experience, my lawyers require me to remind you that I am not a licensed professional. This podcast and the ideas presented are not to be used as a substitute for professional advice by legal, medical, financial, business, or other qualified professionals. And I occasionally curse like a truck driver, so if that's not for you, Thanks for stopping by. Welcome back, day trippers. I'm Stacey Minton, change navigator of Two Moons Coaching. And today we're going to explore procrastination, what it really means, and why I think it's a four letter word. So let's hit the road. Procrastination or procrastinating is basically when we have something that we need to do usually by a certain time, and we put off doing it. A common misconception of procrastination is that the root lies in laziness. But in reality, most of us, yes, that's right, I too am a procrastinator. Most of us actually work rather intensely for long stretches just prior to our deadlines. And we're getting the work done and usually pretty damn well. We just wait to the last minute to do it. I used to say that I did my best work under pressure. So that's why I procrastinated. But for a long time, I was ashamed that this was how I worked best because I was conditioned to believe that procrastination was a huge roadblock to getting anything done. But somewhere along my journey, I made peace with being a procrastinator and I totally justified it as my work style. I would tell people that procrastinating wasn't a bad thing. If you know that you work better under pressure, well, then why not use it to your advantage? Set self-imposed deadlines to trick yourself. Schedule your workload based on your procrastination timeline. And while these tricks worked for me and I'm sure for others, And it is true that I work better under pressure, even if it's perceived pressure, there's still a stress that comes along with procrastinating. Regardless of a timeline, said task or project is always looming until it gets done. The stress of being able to pull it off can take a toll on you. And of course, there is the ever-present threat of whatever the consequences would be if we don't pull it off. As you may know by now, I am always, and I mean always, looking to improve myself. So I have done my fair share of personal research into this topic in particular. And I've always shared that procrastinating is not just being lazy, but it also isn't poor time management. We know exactly when we need to get the thing done. We know that we have 
three weeks or even three days. And we may very well have nothing else going on in that time period that would prevent us from getting started. But inevitably, we don't. We may not start until 20 days into the three-week deadline. Why? Well, it could be a couple of things. If the task is something that we do not like doing, rather than just getting it done, we will find more likable things to do before we tackle the thing that we don't like. Or maybe we aren't motivated to get it done. Let's say it's a work project and your boss is a dick and he is never happy with anything that comes across his desk. So then maybe you are subconsciously delaying the inevitable. For me, my approach to a deadline goes something like this. Number one, become aware of the task or project. Number two, assess the time between right now and when it is due to determine how long I have to complete said task or project. Number three, determine my level of feeling in relation to said task or project. Number four, set timeline in my head to start the work. Number five, promptly find anything else to do. Number six, beat myself up because I know that I could be working on this project or this task, but instead I'm doing literally anything else. Number seven, remind myself that I've set a timeline, so I don't need to beat myself up. Number eight, continue doing other things. Number nine, random panic regarding getting the project done despite having plenty of time till my deadline. Number 10, go back to doing other things. Number 11, dwell on all of the things that will go wrong if I don't do a good job or I don't complete the project on time. Number 12, wash, rinse, repeat until the time comes to actually complete the project or the task. Sounds pretty stressful, right? So if any of this sounds familiar, <clears throat> hold on to your seats. What I think it really comes down to is the worst four-letter word in the English language, fear. You heard me. Let's say we are procrastinating because we don't want to do that project. If you don't want to do it, why did you say yes in the first place? I'm going to go out on a limb and say it was because you felt you had to. If you own your own business and you said yes, I'm going to guess it's because you told yourself something along the lines of, I need the money. I could use the experience. I could even use the exposure. So let me just do it. If it's something in your personal life, maybe you feel like you can't say no to whoever it is that asked you to do the project, the task, the thing. So let's break these down just a little bit further. If you work for somebody else and this project is part of your job, yes, you're probably right. You don't have a choice. This is what you get paid to do. You need to do the project regardless of how you feel about it. But if you keep getting projects that you don't like or enjoy at your job, you are making a choice to stay where you keep getting projects you don't like or enjoy. So ask yourself, am I really happy here? 
And if the answer is, well, no, but then there's a good chance that fear of something is keeping you there. Maybe it's because you think you won't find anything else that will pay as well or that will truly make you happy. Maybe you think that you're not supposed to enjoy your job and this is just how it should be. Or maybe you've convinced yourself that the flexibility is worth the misery. Whatever it may be, there's a deeper reason keeping you there. And I would bet that that reason is grounded in fear. If you're an entrepreneur, we often feel like we have to do things, especially if we have a newer business. We have to take that client who is a nightmare. We have to post on social media, even though we hate it. We don't have enough experience yet to turn down business. So we have to do these things. But all of these are essentially excuses that are also based in fear. Fear that there won't be another paying customer. Fear that social media content is only quote unquote real way to get clients. Fear that we aren't good enough to be choosy in how we run our businesses. And as an entrepreneur, that fear can even go a little bit deeper. We may feel like imposters, like who are we to have success? Or we might sabotage ourselves into thinking that no one will like our social media post or what our business has to offer. Or we may even think that we have to do certain things a certain way in our business to even be considered a real business owner. And in our personal lives, if we don't take on a project or a task, that could mean drama. Maybe if you say no to planning the family reunion, then that means there are tense family dinners ahead or pushback that you don't want to deal with. And I'm sure that we all say that we're just going to do it this one time to keep the peace. But whose peace are we really keeping? Because I'm betting it isn't yours. The fear of what may happen if we don't do what we are asked, especially when it is family or even friends, is usually enough to have us doing stuff that we don't want to do. Fear and how it holds us back is a whole other series of podcasts, which I will be getting into. But for now, know that if you are a procrastinator and you've made it work for you, that's great. I still procrastinate and probably will for the foreseeable future. But also be aware that under the procrastinating may lie a deeper issue for you to uncover. That's all for now, day trippers. Thanks so much for joining me on the journey. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you'd like to reach out with future episode topics, please visit my website at www.twomoonscoaching.com. That's T-W-O and click the contact us button. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Two Moons Coaching. See you next week. Thank you.